Hey everyone, it's Dario from AfterBuzz TV. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but TrueCar is changing car buying forever. Yes, TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. You know, last month over 45,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar certified dealer network and TrueCar.com users save an average of 3,046 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And third step is simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. I know I had one. Some features are not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. You know, they save time, they save money, and you never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Playing House After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Playing House After Show. Hey there, Playing House fans. Your ears do not deceive you. We're doing a little tribute to Little Shop of Horrors. You can do it. Fiend, Miss Seymour. We sang this entire song before we started recording. Before. We, we got it out of our systems beforehand. Uh, welcome to the Playing House After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Talking about Season 1, Episode 8, 37 Weeks. I'm Matt Lieberman. Joining me, of course, as always, Carrie Long's hi, here. Guys. Patrick Pasakar is hi, here. Hi, hi, hi. Steven Lemieux in the booth. I am here. Yes, he is Ish. here. Uh, and, uh, you know, folks, we're coming down to the wire on this show. We didn't know until today that, uh, the final two episodes will be airing in a one hour block next week. Um, so, you know, it's sad to see this season come to an end already. I enjoyed so much. I don't want it to end. So quickly. But the best part about a season coming close to the end is you get a bunch of great drama. And this episode is one of my all-time faves of the show so far. We got a lot of character development. We got a lot of reveals and surprises. And we got to break it all down for you. And we're going to do that right now. But first things first, I'll eat your brains. That is that is a line from the uh, the song Monster <laughs> off of a Kanye West album. It is late. Uh, first things first, Maria Menounos put out a wonderful book called yes. The Every Girl's Guide to uh, to Diet and Fitness. It is a wonderful uh, tome in which she details how she lost 40 pounds and kept the weight off. It's a great, great book available at bookstores everywhere and on mm-hmm. Amazon, filled with wonderful recipes and uh, and exercises. And it also kind of details her own personal journey. And it's a, it's a great read. So I highly su- suggest that you pick it up. Helps support the network yes, and uh you know support yourselves all right so uh first thing obviously we uh we are at the uh we're at the obstetrician 
OBGYN, mm-hmm. uh, who lets Maggie know at 37 weeks this baby could come at any time. It's go time. time, baby. It's go time for baby, baby. But did um, you ever think about that? Four times nine, 36 weeks? It's really almost 10 months that women are pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's almost a year. It's really stressful to me that you don't know exactly when it's happening. I have not birthed a child from these hips. Although I have friends that will call me and they're just laid up at 38, 39 weeks. And I'm always like, but that seems past nine. That seems long. Shouldn't we just start calling it 10 months? Eh, I mean, it's like nine and change. What is it officially? Is it 37 37? and you're safe? Yeah. 37 like, you know, is, the, is the magic yeah, the number. number. Everything after 37 is just gravy. Right. The longer that puppy sits in there and bakes like a potato, the better. Yes. Uh, so you're telling me that's how babies, like it is, it's a puppy first and then it's baked. Then it comes out as I've a... I've never baked a, a puppy. A, should, if I bake a puppy, will <laughs> no, a baby no, be I'm, my I'm shutting this down. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, oh one more question. God. One more question <laughs> exactly. and then we're done. If I, if I bake a puppy in the oven, does it then become a bun in that oven? And is that no bun... More. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I'm done now. No, none of that. Uh, Just the longer the better. Yeah, but obviously, you know, Maggie's really upset that she kind of ran out of time. There were so many things that she intended to do, but she had so much fun being palsies with her best girlfriend that, uh, you know, she didn't have time to paint the whole house and do all kinds of other crazy stuff. Uh, so, you know, Emma takes it upon herself to, uh, to help her, her best lady pal out and, uh, and help her take care of, take care of the house so that she doesn't drive herself crazy in the days leading up to the birth of her child. Um, and of, of course, she's also got a chief concern that she wants to ask guest star Larry Wilmore about, which is basically the relative destruct, destruction of the vaginal area. That's a mm. huge, did you know? That that is the number one plastic surgery. Before a booby job, it is labia, labia labiaplasty. Labiaplasty, yes. Mm-hmm. So there you because, go. Just, because of the birthing? Well, I and, mean, not I to mean, get graphic, but, you know, that yard does not look the same after the party's been there, okay? No. So it's something. This is an outdoor party. It, it, it becomes it's an outdoor very outdoor party. It just spills out of the fences and yeah. everything. And oh. it, that's a big, important that thing. That sounds like you should plan ahead better with parties. Evolution, I guess, is the planning. I don't. Evolution would be the planning, and and we really can't talk to the to the landlord because it doesn't it potentially exist. Um, well, you know, potentially, metaphorically. Yeah, yes. metaphorically. Sounds like this is a conversation for the cosmos after Buzz. Cosmos. It's over. Oh, the smile on his face as he so tries to maintain this himself. bit. Jesus. So, in any oh, case, yeah. you know, at first, a, a vagina is, is a blooming rose facing the sun. Uh, from Beauty and the Beast. Yes, from Beauty and the Beast. Um, Tell as old as time. A uh, song as old as rhyme, of course. And uh, But when it's over, it is oh, the, the plant oh. from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, and that sure. plant's name is? Uh, is Tui. Yep, Audrey Tui. Audrey Tui. Feed me. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Is, that, is Audrey Tui here? Does it have to be human? I don't know. Does oh. it have to be mine? I don't know. You really are very ambivalent about this, Tui. I don't know. Audrey, oh. Audrey, what are you doing here? Feed me. Oh, okay. Well, now she wants to be fat again. Feed me. Oh, All right, we'll do it after. Okay. We'll do it after we'll the do, show. After the episode. We'll do it after the show. So, um, you know. Emma wakes up in the middle of the night to find Maggie armed with a drill and a whole bunch of crazy uh, taking apart her whole kitchen trying to get it uh, painted. So, you know, Emma lets her know, I'm going to take care of it for you. Good friend. I'm going to get a ragtag team of misfits together and we're going (laughs) to do it all up for you. Um, So the ragtag team of misfits is just Mark and, uh, and Emma's mom, Gwendolyn. 
um, who, you know, doesn't really have much to offer in the Manuel Labor uh, department. She was just looking for a fine piece of man, but not the case. Instead, mm. she's going to e- educate Maggie I'm still enjoying on her Manuel Labor. Yeah. I'm still hanging on to Manuel Labor. She should have brought Steve the cop. Yeah. A few episodes ago with Hot her. Hot Steve. <laughs> yeah. Mm. He's a fine piece. He's, he's all right. But Whatever. he's not ethnic. He's not ethnic. Like Manuel like Labor. Manuel Labor is very ethnic. So, um, you know, as we saw earlier in the season, uh, Mark's house with uh, with Madame Birdbones is immaculate. Perfect. Immaculate. Straight and, up uh, you know, someone's got to do that. And that man is Mark, who, uh, like his, uh, his, his hero, Mr. Vila, would do. Oh, it's a five-step process. Absolutely. Okay. Details. Uh, you wipe. Yeah. Okay. Getting rid of any excess dust. Mm-hmm. Okay. You tape. Mm. Okay. Uh, you tape all around the area so that you're not getting any excess paint in places mm-hmm. you don't want to go. Mm-mm. You prime. Mm-hmm. Or, or, sorry, you white. White, which Priming I like. Is, is that yeah. sanding? Because right. I'm pretty sure you got to do some sanding. Right. There's scratchy surface. I, so I, is it the fourth one trim? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You prime, you trim, you paint. Uh, Either way, it's going to look good. Wipe, tape, Prime, trim, trim paint. paint. Okay? It's, Sounds naughty. Yeah, it does. It's because the word trim. That was, that's exactly that's why. That's exactly why. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Mark... Underused euphemism, I, I'd say. Mark is laying down the law in this kitchen. Okay? He's laying down the law because Emma has no respect for the rules, especially ones that come from him. She she always is undermining him and is just kind of going around his, his, his uh, you know, well-meaningness... Uh, with her own little bits of fun, mm. and it doesn't make him happy. It no. it rather upsets him, but it also touches a part of him that hasn't died yet, the part that would have gone to China with her if she had asked. I'm so glad they finally addressed this, because the whole season has just been kind of skating along, mm-hmm. just kind of there, you know what I mean? But I'm so glad that finally it just came to a big nasty head, like it just had to be popped. Can we to- talk about this thing? Yeah. Can we talk about this whole, uh, you should have asked thing? Yeah. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not, I mean, she left and she never said, she never called him again. She never said anything. I'm not saying, say no. I'm not saying that she shouldn't she have asked. She didn't say no. I'm saying that don't put that all on her. If you want to follow her to China, yep. you're with, well within your rights to bring it up. He's already, he's already way out on a ledge just by asking her to marry him. That to me, that, no. that is all the effort that he Did had she, to I make. Did she know though? Did she ever truly no. know? She yeah, didn't say anything. Uh, she said no without saying no. But she left the next no. day. Yes. Yeah. She, she, my guess, I mean, my read of it is that she had a plane ticket. She was going to go and he made a last ditch effort to get her to stay See? and he proposed and then she was like, I, I can't deal with this genuine. right now and she left. Yep. And he if said he would have followed her. But, but if he wanted to follow her, he could have just followed her. He was her. rejected. But here's the thing. If that's what it was, then she should, she would have said that back at him. I'm not saying that she that that it's all on her or all on him. I'm saying that it's unfair to put it all on either. That's one. fair. It's it's it, you know it takes two to tango. It's a more complicated situation than anyone you know can really express you know out and out. But uh, obviously, it throws Emma for a loop because she had no idea that that was even a possibility in her mind when he proposed. It was, you know, a pathetic thing mm-hmm. and that it was, you know, a selfish thing and it was him trying to limit her life when, in fact, he really just wanted to make sure that he spent the rest of his with her. 
Yeah, and now it was 10, 11, 12, they said 13, 13 years. Lucky 13. 13 years later it comes out and it's still so passionately there. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is part of the reason why this episode was just so juicy and fabulous. And why next week is going to be amazing. Off the hook. Off the, it'd be banging. It's going to be banging. Be banging. Well, here's the thing, right? You know, he lets her, he, he lets, he drops this bomb and she's kind of taking it in and she realizes that she was wrong all those years ago for how she handled it. Yeah, it's still and there she, for her. Yeah, she yeah. apologizes. She says, I'm sorry. And he can't resist. He has to make it into a moment. He's like, sorry, I need to sit down and really drink this in. This is Mm-mm. a moment. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, teasing Look each other. Kelly Clarkson. Teasing each other, mm-hmm. teasing each other. And then all of a sudden, too close. Uh, I was cheering. I was cheering. Close. I was like, yes. Yeah. No, he's Give married. Heart but the uh, well, How even before once, that, once, Patrick. Yeah, look, I bet you're one of these people who watches Love Actually. You're like, oh, he's bringing the signs. It. He's bringing the signs. <laughs> okay, out. sorry, that guy was a stalker. He's he, bringing out the signs. He, he was a stalker. He was inappropriate. Right. That was his best friend's wife. True. He should not have done that. End of rant. Hold anyway. on, hold on. I'm doing oh, he's something. writing signs for me. No, I'm writing no. signs for Matt. Say, say anything. That's how I would go about it. <laughs> to me, you are perfect. I thought I was just going to say pussy. <laughs> it should. That's the next one. Yeah. Um, in any case, <laughs> Got the uh, soft even before that, you know, they're they're arguing and uh, about how to go about this procedure, and Mark accidentally swipes Maggie with white paint, and she is not having it one bit. Mm-mm. Not at all. Um, just a simple what and <laughs> She's act ready break. For being a mom. Oh yeah. She's oh, ready. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so you know to paint the rest of the house and to do it properly, they get the rest of the ragtag team of misfits, oh, including misfits Mr. Na- Mr. Nanjiani. Uh, no, no zoo to help, but uh, you know lots of folks from from town. And uh, Mr. Nanjiani goes to work setting up this nanny cam. <laughs> In uh, in the baby's room, I love that. And whole he thing. he shows her all of the ways that her baby can die super easily, I which I wish- which I think was supposed to be comedy, but just gave me anxiety for the child I don't have. Sure, like I was just like, oh my god, Par- being what a parent is child terrifying. Doing it? You could have eaten the crib and choked on the crib. Like the child can mm. basically put anything. It's I would have loved to seen all the outtakes. I you know, there had to be ten things he just improvised because they had to just let him run with it. Mm-hmm. I would have loved. I would love an outtake. Like they could do a whole episode of just outtakes. It never made it in. All the takes. It just hit way too the close to home for me. Did it? Did a you home a crib? that is a childless home, that is a loveless home, yet I still fear what? for the baby that I don't have. Is it a prairie home companion? <laughs> it, you know, it is over there in Lake Wobegon. Boring! No! <laughs> Don't you boring our public radio. It is pretty boring. Thanks, Homer Prairie Simpson. Home Companion is the worst Thanks movie I ever person. didn't have to watch. It's all the a way radio show. It's a radio sir. show. And There's it's a movie. I'm doing I know, I know it's a movie. It's Robert Altman's last doodling. film. Show some respect. Yes. <laughs> and do you know who was, sta- who was standing by to direct it in case he died during production? I can't remember. I think it was Paul Thomas Anderson. It was. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. The man respected him. He respected him. Learned it. Yeah. So, um, in any case... <laughs> and I like that movie. Uh, you know, Mr. Nanjani shows off all the Love ways him. that a baby can die. And we know that we're going to come back to this nanny cam. Because oh, it's too great yes. a device. It, it skypes, it links down to the laptop in the living room. Uh, and, you know, it's Maggie's very grateful that it's happening. And then, of course... Uh, we've got uh, we've got Emma and Mark, and they're too close. 
just as uh, just as Bird Bones comes in Bird Bones with, is a, back. with a tray of protein wraps. With coupon cold cuts. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about this phone call. Right. And that was such a nice little, just a little, oh, maybe oh, I've had not that perfect phone at call. home. Right. Because we've been talking all season about, right. like, it's a good marriage. It's a good marriage. But yeah. maybe not. She's kind of crazy. She's kind of nuts. coupon crazy. A little coupon nuts. Mm. Coupon she, cuckoo. She has, she has eccentricities, to be sure. Yeah. Um, and she needs that nitrate-free ham. She needs love you to be sung. Little in- high maintenance. Mm-hmm. She high maintenance. Yeah. Okay. And then did you see how he took the the phone call kind of off to the corner? Mm-hmm. Like he didn't want you know. Oh, I love you. If you are not worried about what people are thinking in the air, you just have that phone call in the open. But he had it off to the corner, so already. Well, I was I'm like, sure hmm. you you've all had your phone calls <laughs> with a partner, hopefully former partner that you had to sort of. Fake your side of the conversation where it read as like you had a happier life than you really did. Yeah, you know former, former, yeah, yeah. yeah. former. Because mm-hmm. I was painting a house with them though. What? what? I wasn't painting a house. Oh, with okay, you house. weren't painting yeah. a house. With I thought you yeah. said you were like paying off a house. Like yeah, you, like you bought oh a my house. God, <laughs> you paid off a <laughs> house and I'm now you're no not even living. Nobody. Yeah. yeah, I just gave it to him. Oh man, <laughs> terrible marriage. Um, in any case, <laughs> you don't have to be married to buy a house together, man. Uh, it's the 21st century. Emma man. and Mark are really, of course, freaked out by this, and they immediately start stuffing wraps into their mouths to try to oh. detract away from the fact that she totally saw them almost kiss. And she uh, totally knows something is askew. Oh, one hundred percent. Like one of her five by seven or eight by tens in the home. Something is askew. Mm-hmm. It takes That's four cute. hours to line up a picture. Okay, right. like yeah. a barcode number. Mm-hmm. Something is askew. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but still. It's only that joke kind of only works if you've done retail before. I think. I, I think so, but yeah, I know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, SKU. So, is how um, so she goes out to Maggie. Mm. And she she asks her. You know, does does Emma not like me? Because it always seems like she's really weird about around me, and I can't put my finger on why. And Maggie's like, "Oh no, it's just because that's just because uh, you know she and and Mark were almost engaged." Uh, and and Burbons is like, "No, they weren't engaged." She's no. like, "Well, yeah, that's right. She never said yes." She's like, Mark proposed. Here's a hole. Keep digging. Just keep digging. Boom. The hole. Yeah. Big bombshell dropped, mm-hmm. and she is not happy. She is a screaming bloody murder at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, first of all, though, he shouldn't have kept that a secret. Nope, kind of a bit, especially if half the town knows, and mm-hmm. it's a small town. A one hundred percent. It's got to be a big slap in the face. He probably just never thought Emma'd come back. Yeah, probably. Uh, but when too, when too late to tell her. Well, here's the thing: when she does come back. Mm. You know it's going to come out. You do tell her. Like, even when it's too late, you have to come clean and do it. Yeah. Get it done. You will not get away with it. It will always come to light. That's, that's, that, that is my take. And mm-hmm. also, you know, like... So you think that you should always tell everything to your partner? I think that... Even if it's in the past? Which this one actually isn't because he still had feelings for her. If it, if, it, if it is going to affect them... Mm-hmm. If it affects them and if it affects your life together, if it's something that they should know about a person orbiting your mm-hmm. relationship, 100%. But if she lived in China, then it wasn't affecting her. So that's why he never told her. Well, but at the same time, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you tell your partner who you married that you almost got married? Once? Because that doesn't seem, because, that seems so because strange. Because she's apparently very irrational or jealous about these things. But it was like early I'm just, on. I'm just having the conversation. I'm not necessarily. I know, but I'm just saying, if it was early on in their relationship, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I feel like it would have been okay to tell her, and they could have worked through it. Sure, but maybe he still had residual feelings 
which clearly he does. Right. And, you know, sometimes, I think I think having residual feelings is not necessarily healthy, but it's normal. And sometimes you just uh, don't bring them up so they don't happen again. Yeah. And you just repress them. Yeah. You repress them real good. You just pack them real You're tight. Them and if there. your feelings for that person are on the other side of the world, right? it's not that hard to repress them. That's right? true. That's true. Um, so, obviously, she's very, very upset. And she and Mark go up to the baby's room in an attempt to get some privacy. But, of course, the whole group is watching the proceedings on the nanny cam, on the baby cam. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Emma goes and sticks her nose where it doesn't belong after she lets Maggie know what almost happened. And they have a brief, like, wonderful, like, no, yes. Oh, my God. Talking too closely. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Too close. And... Uh, and uh, what is that? I don't recognize the song. <gasps> what? Not well, not by you singing it, but I mean, do I know the song? What is of it? Of course you do. I'll, I'll play it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Um, so in any case, they go. They go up, uh, or Emma goes up to the room where she's not wanted, and she ma- makes it all about her. And she's like, "Listen, you don't have to be threatened by me." And Bird Bones is like, "I'm not threatened by you, okay." Monster Mash as Maggie comes in and she's like Whoa, bah, bah, bah. and she's like Whoa, wait 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 who's Monster Mash and it better not be me um, and we we learn that just like Bird Bones and String Bean uh, Emma had a mean little nickname that was said behind her back in high school and it was because she did an eighth grade tap dance to Monster, Monster Mash. Mash I can't find it in You'll her dad's lab, lab coat um, I, I'll too pu- close yeah. I'm just mimicking you. I don't know the song. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the rest of it. Maybe it's hard for me. Maybe it's hard for me. Too close. No. Forget it. Maybe it's hard for me. I like like what you got, kid. You got some real talent. You got some real pipes on you. I'm kind of close. I I feel a little poke. Coming through on you. Totally different song. Totally different song. Can you talk about having... Is that in your show? Uh, yes, it was. Oh, okay. It was in the last the last sketch yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on Sunday. Um, that's the song I'm referencing. Was oh, it the same song? Yeah. yeah. Sam, that's in kind of close. No, 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 no. The one that I'm doing was the one. I think the one I'm doing was in your show. No. In the prom. Sketch show. Yeah, in the prom. Yeah. Improv show. This is off topic. Anyway. Anyway. Let's go. All right. um, So the after show for the DJ Fawcett. So Monster Mash is her nickname. She's not happy about it, and uh, you know. Uh, Maggie tries to calm the whole situation down. Like, isn't this kind of funny that we're doing this? I mean, we've all had a piece of Mark. I mean, you had a piece, and you had a piece, and I definitely had a piece. What? Uber bombshell drop. Even Emma's upset. Maggie and Mark made out and did some, uh, you know, above the shirt, above the, above the pants stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, too many ciders on a waterbed, and they both passed out, but still, you know, a piece of a piece is still a piece. Okay, a crumb is still technically a piece, even That's if right. it's not still enough got of a piece. Calories in it. Exactly, mm-hmm. still got them calories. Mm-hmm. Still got that fat. Still got them carbohydrates. <laughs> still got them. So uh, obviously Emma is upset, and she's trying to lay into Maggie when Maggie has a contraction. She goes into labor. Oh snap! And she is not Meryl Streep. She is living the life. She's living it for real. And they have to rush her out the door uh, to have this baby. Uh, time like, out well, on the field. It, when she started to get rushed out the door, did anybody else notice what the little crew, the ragtag bunch, was wearing? Majority of the color as they stood in the living room and said, "Bye. Good luck at the hospital." Pink. Pink. I think it's a foreshadowing. Baby. I think it's a clever foreshadowing of what the baby a, will be. A lady, a lady, baby. lady, baby. I think they were all in shades of pink and, and rose. 
Okay, it's I'm entirely saying, possible. I'm saying they were all in the um, a coordinating uh, color scheme. Yeah, I'm looking forward the to it. The palette was very feminine. Yeah, um, you know, and I was I was glad to get some of the extended cast back this week. Oh, I was, I was so I'm nice. always happy to see Jane Kex Merrick on the show. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? I, I think we I think we pretty much covered it. We kind of powered through. I loved this episode. I loved it too. And and honestly, if this is what they can do in season one, I, I can't wait to see what they do in season two. Yeah. I hope we I get want one. there to be a season two. Absolutely, yeah. because in season two, that's why I like whenever you have a new show, like a lot of you know exposition, learning who people are in season one. Then season two, we really get to start breaking down the character, mm-hmm. really get into the minutia, and then mm-hmm. there'll be a baby. There's so much humor yeah. around the baby and, and some uh, maybe some Mark mm-hmm. Emerobans once maybe. he's divorced. I do have a question. Uh, is there? Do you know what USA's track record is in yes. terms of like renewing shows? Well, here's the thing: they, they, this and Sirens are their first half-hour comedies in well over a decade. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it's hard to determine whether or not it would be a quick renewal or a slower one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I honestly, I honestly couldn't say, but. The critical reception has been sparkling. Mm-hmm. I have to hope that uh, people have been jumping on the show as it has been airing. It's a great thing for them to have. And hopefully, through reruns, it continues to grow. Um, so we're, we're all going to be keeping our fingers crossed yeah. for a second season. Fantastic. Um, all right. Let's just do some quick predictions. I think it's going to be good. What? And no. now, after Buzz TV predictions. All right, so Carrie, you're saying baby girl, baby girl. But speaking of girls, I also think Bird Bones is gonna say I've had enough, and then I think Mark is gonna return home to find her moved out. Damn, damn, cold blooded. And that'll be at the end of the episode. Damn, Patrick. Damn. What? What do you predict for this episode? For the for the last two? For the last two, for the season finale. Well, we're going to get a birth at number nine. Yeah. I think that goes without mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- ten I'm interested in because, you know, we're all leading up to the to the birth, really. And ten would be like the denouement post-birth. Uh, oh, I don't beautiful. know. I don't know if we're just going to move in with the baby and just deal with that. That feels like too much of a beginning of season two thing, you know? Well, I mean, once you have the baby, you're still in the hospital, and you're still kind of recovering, and you're figuring out what to name the child, and you're kind of adjusting to having the baby in those first hours, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there's still a lot to do with this Emma-Mark relationship subplot, so I I think we're going to get a lot of that. So you think it would be like a hospital set two-parter? Oh, uh, absolutely. I think that's why they're putting them together, is because they are halves of a whole. Friends did a few of those, didn't they? Hospital birth two part, at least two. Oh yeah, at oh, least two. Yeah. Uh, when because uh, the- when Rachel was having and then Joey proposed. Yeah, and, there was and all then that. there was the, oh, the season yeah. one with the who the lesbian ex-wife. What's her name? Carol. Uh, Carol. Mm-hmm. That was a two-parter in the hospital too. Yeah. There's so much humor that can be had at the hospital. Like, I, I would love to see, even if it happens season two, I would love to see a few episodes take place in the hospital. Like, why jump time? Yeah, season two. Let's just do a whole hospital Just start season. knocking it you out. Know what? And ER. Just let's to, just do ER. Let's do I, season let, two of ER. I would prefer go. not to do We'll get the clones on board. We'll get the clones. Nope. I don't need Anthony any Anthony Edwards will jump on. Let's end this He'll come back from the dead. <laughs> Anthony right. Edwards I want to thank everybody for joining us. ER. I would like to thank everybody for joining us this week, for downloading, watching, listening streaming what? there it is there it is yeah uh you know it's been a real pleasure doing this show uh for you this season we got the season finale next week can't wait uh carrie where can the people find you guys come find me with this dramatic music you can find me on twitter at comedia carrie that's c-o-m-e-d-i-a-c-a-r-r-i-e and patrick uh you can find me on twitter at, at fizakerly f-i-s-a-c-k-e-r-l-y 
Okay, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's there it is. That's M A T T L I E B E R M A N on Twitter. You can also find my videos for SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd on YouTube. Uh, and I'm launching a personal channel on YouTube on June 30th. Uh, we're going to have talk shows, vlogs, sketches, lots of fun stuff. You can check that out at youtube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. I want to thank you all so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Good night. I don't know this song. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 